0: When it comes to the second half of your life, you deserve the opportunity to thrive. That's why Doug Bentle founded Second Half Capital.
1: This is so cliche to say. I cannot believe it's November. I cannot believe it's Thanksgiving week, Doug. This year has flown by. It's like last year took 20 years. This year took four months. That's how I feel.
2: I would agree. (laughs) I would agree on both of those counts.
1: And Thanksgiving just days away. What stands out to you? You You're a husband, a father, a friend. You're so many different things to so many people. An advisor, of course, too. What are you most thankful for this year?
2: Well, there's tons of stuff. uh, But when I think about what I'm thankful for, I kind of have to go to sort of the overarching one that I'm most thankful for, and that's God. I'm thankful for God for how good he is, uh, for his sovereignty, which is kind of a weird word, but um, I'm thankful for his son, Jesus, and the saving grace that I have in my faith in him, and then the Holy Spirit who counsels me. So I'm thankful for him, but then kind of cascading down from there, I'm thankful for my wife, Danny. I'm thankful for my three kids and, and my three bonus kids their spouses and my uh three grandsons i'm thankful for my friends people like you who i've gotten the opportunity to not only become friends with but work alongside Mm -hmm. or i've gotten to work alongside and become friends (laughs) you know that kind of thing and and over my career there's lots of people like that i'm thankful for you know where we go to church and our friendships and and the impact that we're having there i'm thankful for my clients and the relationships that have evolved there and and I'm I'm so thankful for this opportunity that I get to serve people in a way that helps them make the most of this part of life and and certainly the financial part but I really do it's such a incredible honor to to help people figure out how they're going to thrive you know in the second half and so I'm really thankful for that And I'm thankful uh, not to get super patriotic, but I'm thankful for this country. And even Mm -hmm. though there's a lot of dissonance and disunity right now, this country knows how to work. Mm -hmm. And I believe in that. And I'm thankful for that. And this country knows how to come together. It really does.
1: It kind of feels like we don't right now. And that's what's unfortunate. And I'm hoping that some of the folks out in this country remember, hey, This is just politics. At the end of the day, we're Americans, and we all have the same goal of taking care of each other and doing right by our neighbor and just doing the right thing.
2: Yesterday, I had the chance to uh, talk with a a gentleman who is – he has a green card. His wife is a U.S. citizen, and he's about at the age where he's going to retire, and he's thinking about going back to his country. Hmm. And I asked him, if money were no object – Where would you want to stay? And without hesitation, he's like, oh, here. Yes. Oh, here. And I'm so thankful that we live in a country that I think sometimes we take for granted just how amazing this place is. And so I kind of take it personally to say, okay, how am I going to be a unifier, a positive influencer, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm advising someone, whether I'm at church, whether I'm at the gas station, you know, how am I going to do that? And so, I, you know, I mean, you know that I am the quintessential glasses half full, mm-hmm. but there's just so much to be thankful for. I, I can't see being otherwise.
1: And I hope that this week of all weeks, to your point about what you're most thankful for and, and also reflecting on this country, at the end of the day, we all just want to be happy and safe and healthy and make a, a decent life of it, right? Right. And I hope we get back to that and let people be individuals that's what this country is and i'm so thankful for that too doug i think you said that really really well especially thanksgiving week but i also like food i'm very thankful for food (laughs) which favorite for thanksgiving yeah my nana made the best dressing on the entire planet
2: now is it cornbread or like sage dressing cornbread 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 stuffed
1: in the bird oh gosh no (laughs) dressing is on the side (laughs) stuffing is stuffing that's, that's a must-have yeah. for me for Thanksgiving. What about you?
2: You know, it probably is the dressing. You so know? good. Um, so bad for growing you. Growing up in the north, mm-hmm. I actually grew up on stuffing, and it was yeah. the sage. And then when I married Danny and we lived down here, I was like, what is this What's thing this called? on the side here? What it's- do you mean dressing? <laughs> <laughs> but what I loved about it is, man, you can just – Put a ton of gravy on it.
1: Yes, a little cranberry sauce on top. There's just so many different ways you can enjoy the dressing.
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite things is then that first turkey sandwich. Oh, yes. Afterwards, a lot of times Thanksgiving night. Mm -hmm. And I always make it with dark meat and mayonnaise. I don't know if you have a favorite mayonnaise, but...
1: Doug's giving me a hard time. I'm a huge Dukes mayonnaise fan.
2: Dukes mayonnaise is solid. Definitely. It's got solid. all
1: the bad stuff that's the good stuff yeah, that's in there.
2: But that turkey sandwich is. Yes, uh, is but agreed. It else. has to
1: have mayo of some sort. Has to. Yep. Yep. As we look forward to Thanksgiving dinner and all the goodness on the table, CBS News is reporting Thanksgiving dinner overall is expected to cost four to five percent more this year. And thankfully, Doug, for folks that are blessed like you and I, we can handle that small uptick knowing that casserole and pies will be the reward. Unfortunately, there are a lot of families in this country that are really feeling this inflation pinch right now and having to make tough decisions. So certainly sensitive to that. But it does bring up this topic that we can't escape inflation. It is everywhere, the gas pump and even the Thanksgiving table. But Doug, as a fiduciary financial advisor, do you think that what's happening with inflation right now is an isolated issue this year due to the supply chain? Or do you think that we need to prepare for inflation in 2022 that affects more than just the Thanksgiving table?
2: I don't think it's isolated. It is a result of coronavirus. It's absolutely a result of that. And it's a result of some policy decisions, some of it having to do with stimulus, some of it having to do with energy because energy then it's got fingers that you know reach over into food and and energy and food are are two of the things that have really spiked really significantly so i think that future policy decisions will continue to affect inflation for instance interest rates mm-hmm. so should we prepare for it in 2022 yes okay is it transitory um, how do you define transitory?
1: Doesn't that mean it's just here for a short time and it's going to go back to normal pretty soon?
2: Define short time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, so I think it depends on what you view as transitory. So what we've just had is a, a the first time in 100 and some odd years, a pandemic mm-hmm. that, you know, impacted the world. And the economy, our economy has rebounded And now we're seeing inflation that is impactful. Gas prices are 50% higher.
1: I have family out of state. You do not have to tell me that.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're pretty fortunate Mm -hmm. uh, to be in Georgia because it's relatively low. We drove up a few weeks ago to a wedding in Indiana Mm -hmm. and got to fill up at different places. And we're pretty cheap down here. But – There are things that I think will come back down, again, depending upon policy decisions, but I think we do need to be prepared for inflation to be around through next year. Now, I'm being somewhat conservative. I think it could go down, but for years, for literally a generation, inflation has been less than – than 3%.
1: And that's something that you've always considered as part of the portfolio strategies you put together. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we we apply an inflation factor and we apply it for 35-40 years depending upon how old the couple is or the mm-hmm. client is. And so we always take that into consideration and we we're, we're always looking at spending patterns and you know what is going to be a problem, you know, moving forward. But I think that if you're being prudent, you have to assume that it's going to be around, and then if it's not, great. Then it's just all good. Yeah. I read a, an article recently um, where they were they were talking about the inflation rate settling down to about three and a half percent. Okay. Again, it's been under two percent, right? Mm-hmm. But I was a teenager in the '70s, and I remember what it was like back then, and and what inflation did, and this is different from that.
1: I was going to say, Janet Yellen came out a few days ago and said that, yeah, we're in an inflationary period, but it's in no way, shape, or form comparable to what happened in the 70s. It's
2: not. It's not. Now, I think moving forward, for instance, the spending that is going on, I think we've got to be careful. You know, just like as a household, if everything is costing more, you've got to be careful, to go out and spend a huge chunk to make a huge investment, depending upon what the circumstances are within your own household. And I think as a country, we've got to do the same thing. We've got to be.
1: Uh, that would be amazing. Who's that guy or girl? And when is he or she running for
2: office? I don't know. And this is where people need to be educating themselves and understand that you know, the federal government cannot be our personal piggy banks. It can't be where we run to and expect them to bail us out. Now, you know, we had an extraordinary event in coronavirus, and so there's been assistance provided. But I, I think that it's probably going to take a while. It may take a decade for us to look back and say, oh, okay, we should have done this. Instead, we did this. Or maybe we'll look back and say – Hey, we, we really managed through this. I and, hope that's the answer. And, and I think that over time, uh, the, the powers that be, people like Yellen, people like uh, Jay Powell, mm-hmm. I do think that they get more and more learned about, okay, w- what are the levers that we should pull or push? But it's the politicians, and this goes back to, a little bit to this unity thing. Mm-hmm. It's the political motives, because every time there's a huge new spending bill and it doesn't matter whether it's on the right or the left there is an economy that grows up around that some of it is to support the measures that were agreed upon but some of it is just people taking advantage Mm -hmm. of the new rules Mm -hmm. so if you create this giant new spending direction or trajectory i'm not sure that right now is the best time to do that
1: So what are you looking at with your clients and their portfolios right now, given this inflation that is currently here, the interest rate situation, and we still can't get people back to work?
2: I go back to what I was saying about being thankful for. I think our country, we know how to work hard as as a people. Um, And so I think people will go back to work. And so I think that part of the issue with inflation, I think that is probably the more transitory Okay. Piece of it, um, as far as interest rates go, you know the the super low interest rates that we've had have had this effect of skyrocketing housing mm-hmm. and the the home values, which some people are loving it. The people I met with yesterday were thinking, well, maybe we'll sell our house now because it's now worth so much. And I'm like, yeah, but
1: where are you going to live? Exactly.
2: Yeah, you know, if they have to go back to their home country, that's a bigger mm-hmm. pill to swallow. So you know, part of it is is the housing, even cars, even you know, auto loans. And I, I shared with you that uh, we had a little wreck in my family,
1: and thankfully everybody's okay.
2: Everybody's okay, but we're debating. You know, we do we want to fix this or do we want to go out and, and buy something new? But we tend to almost always buy used cars. Mm-hmm. You know, two, three, four years old, depending upon kind of the the circumstance, and they ain't cheap, right? They're like thirty percent more than they were a year ago
1: and new cars it's a different problem with the chip shortage
2: right and so you know if interest rates go up, will we see housing prices go down? I do think some okay what I don't know is even in our neighborhood I've been shocked you know houses go on the market and they sell in a day for way over asking and I know some of that is because people can afford mm-hmm. more because the interest rates are so low mm-hmm. you know if interest rates go up that does then impact all of my clients but the way that we structure portfolios for people is making sure that not only do they take advantage of opportunities when presented with you know if let's say it's a higher interest rate but more so it's related to back to inflation and so if Interest rates go up and, you know, you've got a, a car note and a house note, but those are fixed. Then it's more whether or not you're carrying credit card balances. Mm-hmm. And most of our clients, we encourage get rid of all these credit card balances because right. that's, that's where there's real exposure. And then the growth portion of the portfolio is how our clients keep up with inflation. Okay, Because I've seen people pour money into CDs very conservative investments that they don't keep up mm-hmm. with inflation and if you do that for a decade it's difficult then to be able to project that hey we're we're going to be able to survive even though inflation keeps going up so you've got to make sure that you've got a healthy enough portion Of your portfolio dedicated to growth. And in this case, it would be equities. And that's what we make sure that we do every time we build a plan for someone.
0: Interact with the podcast and explore thriving more in your retirement at secondhalfcapital.com investment advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Second Half Capital and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding their applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investment and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not
1: offered by retirement wealth advisors.